Hello and welcome to Pastor Plex Podcast. This week we are going to address a couple of different questions regarding um, how we're living in doubt or whether we're worshiping ourselves. So, fun week. Chris, are you ready? You know, I am ready. I got James here too. Oh, Pas- yeah. Pastor James, James is in the house. In the house. What up, what up? All right, question one. What's the difference between faith and self-confidence? A lot of people worship themselves, so how do you know if you're listening to yourself or to God? I love this question. It's like, how do I know God's will? That's what you're really asking. So if I could just really kind of link it in. And I've always had this practice or my theory of how we know God's will. And I always go, you've got God's spirit, God's word, and God's people. And Mm -hmm. when God's word, God's people, and God's spirit all align, you're probably going to be in God's will. Mm-hmm. And so that becomes a really important thing. That's why community is so important. That's why having a personal devotion with Jesus is so important. And that's why part of your personal devotion with Jesus is not just talking to God, it's listening to God and hearing his voice. And I think I've said this uh, a lot. If you want to hear God's voice out loud, read God's word <laughs> out loud. And so I feel like that's part of it that we, we need to experience. Now, there is a, so that's the part, like the God's word piece, that's clear. That's in God's word, which was that it's God's people. It's like getting advice from godly counsel. Uh, plans fail for lack of counsel. But with many advisors, they succeed. That kind of thought. But then God's spirit gets tricky. And we don't know a lot of times if I'm hearing God's word or God's uh, or my my word. I don't know if it's God's spirit or my spirit. And so that becomes why it's so important to have a good handle on God's word and have good godly people and good godly counsel all around you. All the time, James. What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, I think a big part of this is really parsing out what's the difference between like what is the object of your faith? Is it that I know that I can go and preach a great sermon that's going to just transform lives because I'm awesome and I'm just gifted and I've got all of these these abilities that have just been uh, overflowingly given to me? That sounds a lot more like self confidence, where faith would be despite my inadequacies, despite all the shortcomings that I have, I know that God will do this thing. Um, and I think that, that we see that with uh, finances, where you've got a faith gap between uh, where you're, this goal that you have to give and what you actually could give at the time. And we see time and time again, God show up and provide and fill in that faith gap. And um, it's really important. Speaking of faith, here's a good um, move into our second question. Sometimes to grow faith, you go through periods where you wrestle with doubt and God. How do you know if you're only wrestling with doubt versus living in doubt? Um, I think that question could be answered from, let me see if I can find it here. Maybe it's, it's just a couple quiet times ago. Uh, I was really working through God's word and this really spoke to me. And so I feel like I could share it with um, everybody here. It's Second Timothy. Uh, verse 11 through 13. The saying is trustworthy, for if we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. Which means, this is such great news. This is such great news. There's there's a part of, if you deny Christ, uh, they're actively throughout your life, and you don't ever receive Jesus, then you are going to be eternally lost. However, if there's a point which you receive Christ, but then you go through a season of doubt, the good news for you is that the Holy Spirit of God indwells you. 
And so therefore, it's a permanent a fixation somehow to your soul. I don't know how that works. I just know it does. And so therefore, because your soul and God, uh, God's spirit have sort of been intertwined, then um, he can't deny himself. So when you are faithless, which means you are just like lost, you can't figure out your faithfulness, you can't figure out your faith, you're just like, I don't even know what I believe anymore. Life's gotten so hard. I've been so confused by the circumstances. No worries. God is faithful because he will not, cannot deny himself. James, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I think a couple of things with, with that. If, if you're wrestling with doubt, uh, I mean, I think our nature in that is to run away from God. And instead, we should run to God and we should bring him our doubt. We should bring him uh, our disappointment. We should bring him our grief and and share those things. And I think it also ties back into uh, what you were sharing about faith and, um, and those three different axles that are right. so important of don't struggle in doubt alone. Right. That's how that's how you're going to get stuck there um, and live there. But if you're wrestling with it, you say, "Hey, I've got this thing to confess. I've been I've been struggling with doubt." You're confessing it to God. You're confessing it to your brother, and and you're seeking God's assistance, which will often come through uh, the community He's placed around you. Yeah, and on top of that, um, recently I got to counsel a man, and he was really struggling with a certain question. And he was like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And that like the question kept coming back to what he needed to do. It was almost like, what lever do I need to pull? What, what button do I need to push? How can I get what I want, this, which is out of this particular circumstance? And here's what's so beautiful about God's word. Here's, here's a promise of God. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach. Mm-hmm. And it will be given him when you genuinely come to god and you've got you're asking the question you're asking god what am i supposed to do and you've got god's word god's spirit and god's people your answer is going to be clear even when it's foggy for you but let him ask in faith with no doubting right for the one who doubts like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind for that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He's a double-minded man, unstable in all, all his ways. And so you're like, well, well, crud. I guess that means he's not going to answer me. And this is where, again, you get God's people around you whose faith isn't shaken, and they can kind of go to the Lord on your behalf because their faith is what you need to borrow from in, in certain times. This is what we talk about, standing in the gap for people. If you've ever heard this term, and, and I can kind of get you to a place for this. I remember when I was in Iraq, and... Um, I was so, like, my brain was fried. I was not a lot of sleep, a lot of running around, trying to find bad guys. And then, um, do you know, have you ever been at that place where you're you're not doing anything spiritual, but you're not doing anything, like, resting either? For a lot of us, we're just scrolling on our phone infinitely, and we just don't even know how our brain got there. And I remember writing an email back to one of my pastors in the United States, and I go, I don't know what's going on. I'm so tired. I'm not praying. I'm not whatever. I just am so fried. And I remember him using this exact phrase, well, don't worry, we're praying for you. Hmm. In other words, our faith is going to stand in the gap for you in this time of your brokenness. And I really leaned into that. And that's sort of what allowed me to sort of 
bring back my rhythm of making a decision that I would spend time with the Lord because I knew that people were doing on that my, for that for me on on my behalf, and that meant a lot to me. That meant a whole mm-hmm. lot to me. And so, uh, wherever you're at in the so the doubting season, the reason why you need God's community is because He uses community to really drive home your faith. And I needed other people's prayers to activate my own spiritual life so that I could get into gear. Hopefully, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think we're all following here. All right, folks, that is all we have for this week. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time.